Well, hey, welcome to How to Be a Texan. Hey, man, how are you? Okay. <laughs> what is that? What are you doing? Uh, it's called Last Train to Mars. No. There's not a train. Oh, it's literally what it's called. Last Train to Mars. There's. Oh, it's under the genre country and folk slash sad. Well, I like happy. Okay. I, I prefer happy. Well, how about what? morning mandolin? Well, hey, Kevin. Uh, good luck with your music search. But regardless, how you doing, man? <laughs> Welcome doing back. Good, man. How are you? Yeah, good. Man, it's exciting to be back. So, uh, Kevin and I took a... Uh, <laughs> we took a couple of months off and uh, had a nice summer break, holiday, and now we're back. So, it's, uh, it's time, baby, to do some more How to Be a Texan. You excited about that? I'm excited to be back. I am too. I'm excited to be in a brand new studio. This is freaking awesome. We're with your elder, and uh, he's amazing. He looks amazing. He's got an amazing studio, Andrew. And uh, we're just tickled to be here, man. Thank you. Studio 725. Thanks for coming over and hanging out. (laughs) Thanks for having us. Thanks for providing the coffee from Novel Coffee Roasters. There you go. At NovelCoffee.FlowerMound. Not a sponsor, but there you go. (laughs) Actually sponsored. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Because I work and I provided. So So this episode is sponsored by Novel Coffee Roasters. Okay. All all $4 of it. That's fantastic. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you for that. All right. Well, part of the studio. There you go. There you go. Okay. What are we going to talk about today? So today we have a fantastic episode and it's called a DIY. Now, do you know what DIY stands for? Do it yourself. Okay, so I didn't know that for a long time. Kind of like this podcast. Yeah, well, I know. We do it ourselves just right, right? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know what that means. But anyway, see, I didn't know what DIY stood for forever. You got to be kidding me. No, I really didn't. Like, just like, you know, LOL and LMAO or whatever. They, I don't know what any of those stand for. I just giggle along with them, and those are in a different category. Those are texts. DIY has been around for a long time. It's been around forever. Well, it's the same thing. Amy has to explain a lot of jokes to me. It's the same thing here. Trust me, this is what I live through every episode of this. Yeah. Pro- I get well, it. I I know now because somebody finally told me, or maybe I googled it. Like, what's DIY? Well, anyway, I'm like, hey, I do a lot of that, right? You do a ton of that, right? We do a lot of DIY. Yeah. And so we're talking about DIY today, doing it yourself in Texas. And do you think we, in Texas, do you think we do it more DIY stuff than anybody else? Or is it just kind of a Southern thing? Or is it an American? Or I think we- it's an American thing right now. Okay. I think the, um, you know, so many people do so much more things around their house than they used to. And there's a lot of just TV shows that, Yes. Promote it. You know, and you can HGTV you, network and yeah, you know, you can watch, you can spend a whole weekend watching DIY home oh, improvement do. shows, multiple episodes. And probably one of the biggest ones is based out of Waco. Oh, those guys, Chip, Chip and, and Joanna. Joanna. They're awesome. Yeah. Well, the, the whole foundation of America is built on DIY, you know? Yes, it is. That's true. Going, going across the sea to that's, start your own thing. That's America. Thing. That's, that's America. America. It's America. It's uh, that's a great point, Andrew. <laughs> we DIY America. <laughs> I think it is across the U.S. because I got friends in I got friends up in uh, Pacific Northwest who bought a house in Seattle, gutted it, really rebuilding the whole thing. And of course, our buddy Brandon down here, yeah. did something similar. They don't DIY in California and New York, do they? Yeah. No. They just pay people to do stuff, right? 
they can't afford to pay people to do anything in I those think, states, man. I think, I think, cost of living is Cost of living is insane. I think yeah. it depends. <laughs> Probably depends. Yeah, I don't think it's a state, state issue. I think, yeah. it's, I think people enjoy getting out and doing work on weekends because we all sit behind computers all the time now. Well, I That's like, what you and I were talking about that earlier. I agree, but I like Andrew's analogy. This country is built on DIY. That's true. This is a DIY country, basically. That's dead on. The whole we thing. just bootstrapped it up. Yeah. Go America. All right, so uh, one of the articles that, that I pulled for this was, was kind of fun, and it talked about um, why people do it yourself more. And one of those is that, you know, like Kevin, you said, that, that we sit, you know, behind computers all day for the most part, or, and we don't have that hands-on feel of making stuff anymore, this mm-hmm. post-industrial uh, landscape that we're in. And so I think that's maybe that's one reason the the big recession that we just had in 2008, I think, has caused people. And that's part of this article, too, that it's caused people to say, you know, look, I, I want to save money. So I think I can do it myself more. And, and frankly, you know, you really can YouTube anything. Mm-hmm. And as you know, I do that a lot. I think that's how I mean, I hate to go political, but I think that's kind of how our president got elected it's oh. kind of a diy right presidency <laughs> <laughs> i mean if you gotta think about it well that's true I mean, he did this grassroots and got kind of mid-america on board and <laughs> i'm sure that part will be edited out yeah whatever but regardless okay so uh some of the pros and cons of doing it yourself in my mind are what so what's a what's a con of if you do it yourself what is the result that you get uh if me personally yeah i get sub quality suboptimal quality <laughs> well, but, but there but, is a time factor on a more serious note there is a right. time factor to it right because right. i really enjoy being outside on the weekends yes. on our property most of the summers, I am outdoors all right. weekend, every weekend, Me just too. doing stuff, and it's a lot of fun. But right. that does sometimes take away from you know things that I could be doing with the girls or with yeah. Kendra or whatever. You know, right. they like to go shopping, and I like to go not shopping. You know, just mess around and you know go drive the tractor or whatever. Yeah. No, but, so there's you. a time commitment, but but I've seen some of your work though, and so you're so Kevin's DIY projects generally turn out about a thousand times better than Kyle's DIY projects. I don't know. Your about chicken that. coop is one. That chicken coop you built is yeah, Taj awesome. Mahal. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it, it's the nicest chicken coop in the world ever. Well, I, I don't know if I go there. It's but. like that's like chickens flock to that. Coop. <laughs> they yes. want a piece of that. They do. Well, it's amazing. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of the work I did inside the barn too. Yes, when it we looks fantastic. Built out that area in there, right? And then that, our um, and, that and, barn door inside. Oh yeah, the house. Oh well, yeah, I did those too. I got well, a lot of compliments on those. those so, so Kevin, when doors. you do something, you really take the time, you research it, you you take it to completion, and it's really, really well done. My issue is that I take too much time. Right, I've got. I'm backed up on a project to make shutters for our house. Okay. And, you know, that could end up in marriage counseling if I don't get, <laughs> I was about to get say, the ball rolling. I was about to say, it eventually comes to completion. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so, that's the downside. So, is. you should you should ask my wife, Amy, about my DIY No, you project. do great stuff, Kyle. No. You're really no. underselling your abilities. No, and thank you for that, but that's wrong. Um, no, so. It's not. 
so you know the the fence is a perfect example we had we lived in Eulis. our very first house was in Eulis, which is in between dallas and fort worth and um and i had to do a fence and literally i did it myself and i'm like i'm not paying anybody to, so i went to home depot and i got pickets and whatever well anyway about 75 percent through it i'm just like i'm done i'm so done so i literally just slapped up the rest of it and was done i do that on every one of my projects where i have great energy and and enthusiasm through about 75 percent of the project and i don't have the staying power to get it done and it drives amy crazy as opposed to you who you really once you think through it you just are are totally focused and get it done to completion and then you look at it take a picture and you're good wrap it up with a bow i can't do that i just flame out with my attention span which is awful well yeah i don't know that i would agree with your assessment on that well some of my project now i did I mean, finish my chicken coop i did finish your that. chicken coop is phenomenal i don't know about that it's uh, falling apart but the arena that you built you yeah. built an entire horse arena. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Uh, that you've was fun. taken out, you know. You built a tree house. Uh, no, I paid a guy to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. It's actually quite nice. <laughs> Never mind then. <laughs> yeah. No, it's quite nice. The gardening. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you far exceed any of my abilities in gardening. Yeah, but if you see my PVC hawk net, uh, you know, watering system right now. Uh, you know, about nine months after I built it, it, oh, no. You'd be like, dude. I haven't uh-uh. seen it yet. I haven't oh, come over for the no, tour. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not good. It's just kind of, PVC is not meant to hang. Let's put it that way. Gravity <laughs> gravity pulls PVC down. So the PVC that's used for the netting is also delivering water? It is. Okay. Nice. It is. Good design. Yeah. yeah. No, it was a fun design, but I need a much more solid frame like Framework. steel or wood to hold it to all hold in the PVC place because pvc just can't handle yeah. gravity yeah, over yeah, time. yeah gotcha and so yeah that's not gonna work <clears throat> so i gotta re- i'm gonna have to reboot on that project what about like home repairs do you generally oh, try I, to i DIY love trying repairing? to do that and then have a ready five backup you yeah know, at any second because if it explodes then i need somebody to call yeah know? but for example plumbing you know you live out you know, you live out on kind of a little mini ranch like we do, and there is more plumbing that I've had to learn, and I am the world's worst plumber, but you have to figure it out. And the thing is, it's 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 black or white. You either have a leak or you don't. If you fix it, you don't have a leak. If you don't fix it, you still have a leak. So that's the nice thing. of it. It's, it's absolute, you know, and that's what I have figured out. With all of our barn stuff, I've had to replumb all this stuff. And it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare because it, it seems like every year there's three, four, five other things that come, you know, and then yeah. plastic, it always kind of deteriorates, yeah. it feels like, versus the copper steel. And I don't know how to do that. Yeah. See, mine is we have an old pool. So all that pool equipment is older. It's old school. Right. I spend a lot of time messing with that stuff. Okay. Yeah. And But I've gotten to where I just repair that stuff myself because it's not hard to do. And see, we spend way too because I outsource that. I've got the pool. But you have new, like modern equipment. Yeah, but it drives me crazy because this guy comes out and I don't know how to fix it, which is so sad. I mean, why can't I just? And I I have. I've tried to YouTube. It's like, oh, how to repair a pool pump. I started calling uh, the. There's a pool supply. 
I guess I'll say the name Leslie's. Leslie's oh, Pool yeah. Supply? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started calling them. Those people are really helpful. Oh, they tell you. So, like, we, I had a pump that our whole pump burned out. Oh. We have a company that comes and does a weekly kind of cleaning. Yeah. But I don't, I just don't trust them on repairs because they, I think oh. they take advantage. Okay. Just to be honest. Okay. And it's not through Leslie's. So when our pool pump burned out, I called Leslie's and I said, hey, you know, there's smoke coming out of the pool pump. I said, do you have someone that you could recommend that I could use that's not going to rip me off? Right. And the guy said, it's four bolts to take that thing out. Just take it out. Bring it up here. Oh, yeah. No, I saw I did a YouTube video just on that yeah. very thing. It's not that hard it's at all. It's not hard. So I literally took the whole thing out, took it up to Leslie's. They had it fixed up a couple of days, put it back in, saved me probably... A lot, several hundred dollars at least. Yeah, yeah, several hundred dollars. Well, well, okay. So one, a couple of things on that. So before we get into kind of the categories of DIY, it seems like there is just this desire to be more self-sufficient. I know we, you and I, have talked about that before. Where you know, I, I like the idea, uh, and maybe it goes back to our, I don't even know, sustainability episode we did a long time ago. But um, it, it just talks about you know where. I like to garden. I like my chickens. I, I don't have milk, you know, from the cat from Alice. I did sell Vera, by the way. Vera <laughs> was mean, and I got rid of her. She was no good. So, uh, she was no good. But I've got my big red Angus cow, Alice, who's still – she's got milk in her, you know, but I'm getting meatball off of her because we're going to eat meatball. Sorry. But we're going to eat him. Uh, we're marbling him up right now <laughs> as we speak. I don't even know what that means, but he's getting good and fat. <laughs> so um, – Anyway, but we like to be self-sufficient, you know, and I think Americans like to be self-sufficient, so therefore they try to do it yourself. So, but I think also a lot of people like to just pay for stuff too. Sometimes, yeah, you know, yeah, I go back and forth on that too. Sometimes I'll just want to go do it, and sometimes I'm just like, I don't have time. Right. Let's just get like we had a uh, dryer issue. Okay. And I was going to like take it apart, start looking at it, and I just didn't have oh. time. And I just finally said, Kinder, just call somebody. No, Kinder was coming to our house drying your clothes. Exactly. Yeah. It was so weird. So I'm we like, got hey, the, Kinder, what's the up? heating element went out last weekend. Yeah. And so I just said, let's just get somebody out. So the guy no. came yesterday and got it fixed. See, there's a time pressure on that. Mm-hmm. You know, right. if you've got something that's not really a time sensitive matter, then fine, do it yourself, take your time, do whatever. But if it's something like a dryer, it's like, uh uh-uh, uh, yeah. no. Got to get your clothes tank, you know. Mm-hmm. So, okay, yeah, no, I I agree with that. Um, for for me, it, well, we had some stuff done this summer in the house. We had a, a guy come over and he was helping us redo some bathrooms because our bathrooms, you know, were built in '96. Mm-hmm. The whole house was built in '96, and so it's just you know it's 22 years old. It's tired, and uh, and it just needed a fresh look in some of the bathrooms. So we had a guy Randy come over. And he did an amazing job. And he'd get these subcontractors for tile or the shower or whatever, and they would come and go. And it was, it was great, but it was so fast. And you know, could I have done it? Yes, I've mm-hmm. done tile work. I do crappy tile work, but I've done it. But uh, that would have taken, you know, so many weekends and nights to try to do it in a you know half baked house. That um, Amy and I just said, no, let's just. We've got that on on our agenda coming up next too. Okay. And literally we've been talking about calling that guy. Yeah. I think we've got his info. Oh, I've been no. I've been going back and forth on, you know, why spend money on a guy when I can do all that myself? That's right. So much cheaper. That's right. But then the time time value of money, you know, the time yeah. value of just your the value of your time 
is can you dedicate hundreds of hours to that? Mm-hmm. And do you really want to? And mm-hmm. I think that's always the the cost benefit. And some people, it's like, okay, well, wait a minute. I can't. I physically can't afford that. Mm-hmm. I can't afford to pay somebody. So I can afford to get the tile. I can get afford to get the mortar, the grout, the whatever. No problem. That stuff's really not that expensive. Mm-hmm. But but there's a certain amount of pride that goes into it after you complete right. it. You know, like that chicken coop or yes. you know, whatever. Yes. You know. Oh my god. Or the stuff you build. It's like, yeah, I did a good job. The yeah. deck that my. Roommate. Yeah, this deck out here is awesome. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Blake did that oh, himself. Oh, decks are fun. With, with his parents, yeah. 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 As long as you don't walk across it and get like 14 splinters in your toe. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's not... Uh, I think it's got like a uh, like a covering on it with that has like a wood texture look to it. Oh, yeah. Nice. Wood grain look. So. Andrew, you haven't seen the new floors at home. Uh-uh. you got to come over and check those out. Okay. Nice. They look really good. Really? Yeah. I did them all myself. Too. Yeah, <laughs> no, you did not. I've been tied. <laughs> yeah, I'm so been tied sure. up doing that for a couple <laughs> Ke- of weeks. Kevin's family had a recent uh, unfortunate flood. Yeah, so sorry about that. Add that to the DIY list. Yeah, that was a DIY flood right there. It was DIY. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks to Sarah. Well, toilets do bi- continue bowels. to go. No, it wasn't her fault. It wasn't her fault. I don't but know. Flood- We've checked into her diet and what we're oh, feeding her. Oh, come on now. Come on, floods happen. Gonna have to switch her feed. <laughs> it's so Put wrong. Senior feed. So, so let's. So, what I thought we'd do, Kevin, is just talk a little bit about some of the projects that you and I have done, and then some of the things that we really want to do, or at least I know I want to do, uh, because I know DIY is a big deal for me, and I love. You know, one of the things that I'm watching right now is this. There's a series on building Alaska. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that or not, but it's these pe- these I don't know these guys that are in four or five different parts of Alaska. And first of all, I love Alaska. I've been able to go there three times as a young man right after I graduated college. I haven't been there since. But regardless, I just it's such a beautiful, untouched land. And there's like five families that are building, uh, you know, kind of new homes up there in these really remote parts. And it just kind of walks them through. Mm-hmm. And they're having to, I mean, talk about bootstrapping stuff. They're figuring it out because it, it'll take weeks for them to get stuff from the lower, lower 48 up. So they really have to think through it and get it done. So it's it's fascinating to me. So I, I love that. Uh, so for me personally, I know I'm going to continue to DIY, hopefully, until I'm said and done. Um, but I thought it'd be fun just to talk a little bit about some of the projects that we've done and then maybe potentially some of the things that we want to do in the future and then we'll wrap it up so what is so we talked about the chicken coop for you mm-hmm. uh I've, I've noticed you you've got a real penchant for for your septic system <laughs> 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 i'm kidding of course that thing is the bane of my talk about home repair issues yeah yeah it's been troubling right it's horrible <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's environmentally friendly. We have our own, you know, water processing facility uh-huh. on the property. That's sure. the marketing. Is that what they say? Well, no, oh my I, I can't remember the term that's used for it, but it's basically a septic system. And oh, yeah. It sucks. Yeah. No, we, we've got one, too, and it's the like the three-chamber thing, and you've got bacteria in it that eats it, and, and it goes to the next one, and the ba- more bacteria eat it, and it basically <laughs> goes to the third one. It's basically clean, potable water or whatever, right. and then it sprays out in the pasture. Yeah, so ours is a little more old. Yours is – there was a time in the early 90s when they tried to innovate with oh, these. I didn't know that. Yeah, and they, they're bad. Okay. They're bad. Okay. 
Uh, so we have one of those early 90 models that oh, is sorry. supposed to be better, but sorry. yeah, it's not, not good. Well, not I just, good. I just enjoyed the stories of, were you trying to like re hose it yourself and oh, I do, uh, yeah, that's time. not good. It's all the dealing time. Dealing in your own family's About you know, stuff. Every three months, that thing. I'm hopeful now that the boys are both out of the house that we won't have as many issues. Less volume. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think it was under. We did not have enough capacity for a family of six. <laughs> wow. So that's okay. never. Uh, that's never fun. All right, but then okay. So the septic system, but now you've got you've got it relatively under control, though, right? Oh yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's usually runs hums along for about three four months. And yeah. Craps out. Oh jeez. <laughs> Pun intended. I will yeah. tell you. I will tell you. We've got a uh, one of the funniest guys that comes to our house. You know, we got Sully, that big yellow dog. Uh-huh. Well, our our guys, and I'm not going to use foul language on this, but regardless, uh, we've got this <laughs> funny guy. We've got a, a contract with this company, and they come by quarterly. You know, every mm-hmm. three months, and they check it out, and make sure our septic system is yeah. all good. Well, this guy is the funniest guy. He smokes like crazy, and he's just kind of crass and foul. But he's one of the funniest guys I've ever met. Well, anyway, he loves my yellow dog Sully and he comes out there and of course Sully does the you know he's right at crotch level so for everybody that comes to he my gooses house everybody he comes up and smells your crotch first thing <laughs> and I just have to tell people I'm like hey I'm really sorry but this is kind of your initiation that Sully's going to come on in <laughs> it's so embarrassing but anyway this guy just you know he opens up he's like come on Sully you know smell it and enjoy it <laughs> and uh, and then he just sits there and plays with this you know he plays with Sully for half an hour and then he goes checks he's like, yeah your system's fine I gotta go so I just love this guy but uh, anyway That's you just never know the people great. you come across but That's okay great. so so keep on going but then you know you guys are such a coffee family and I just love that I've learned a ton you know I was telling you about you know my not my limited knowledge of coffee roasting, but you guys, man, y'all are amazing at coffee roasting. <laughs> you You're looking it. at Andrew on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, he is. yeah, I'm horrible at it. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, sent some of my coffee, and Andrew, I, I, he wanted to take it to the shop, and I said, "Don't." And then I finally broke down and gave him some, and then I started getting all these text messages like. Uh, we just brewed some of your coffee. It smells like the 4th of July fireworks <laughs> over here. Oh, no. It did. Yeah. And oh then he was like, gosh. yeah, there's just smelled, like a... It was very American, all right? I'll oh. say that. Well, then he was like, then there's just... It smelled just, of freedom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, uh, and apparently there's a smoke note throughout. Yeah, but describe what you did. I mean, that's amazing. And then Be- you're uh, like a hero to coffee roaster. No, Andrew, Andrew built that whole thing. Okay, so Andrew, tell us yeah. what you did. Because it's so cool what you did. It, it is a cool setup. I just don't know how to use it. And since he moved out, the coffee's been, you know, in the toilet. So okay. in the septic Our system. old system used to be more DIY than what it is now. Right. Oh, that's right. We went through a lot of iterations, we, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we went through a whole experimental phase of... So the first one that we had that actually worked really good before we got our big thing was we took two like mesh metal mesh like pencil cups that you put pencils in right and we clasped clasped them together that's a hard word to say yeah it is we clasped them together and we hooked it up we set it on like the rotisserie Uh mount thing we put one on on there and we put a drill we yeah. had bricks on there and a drill. And this is on a barbecue level, grill. On a gas grill. Yeah. 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 And uh, we had a clamp that went on the trigger and we would have to dial in like the rotation speeds. So that nice. wasn't too fast. 
and that's how we did it. And we we could roast like a quarter of a pound on that thing, I think. Yeah, but no, I came over and watched you do it. It was awesome. um, You'd get it up to 600 degrees or whatever and then start. Well, no, that's the end product. Yeah, what I was describing is the journey where we went through several drums before we even got there. That was our first iteration of the gas grill drum before we were doing it in like a popcorn popper and stuff. Yeah. So that was the first iteration. And then the second one we tried doing with a with like a turkey pot, a turkey frying <laughs> pot, and that didn't go very well. We tried to perforate like the back of it and stuff, and it that one just did not go well. There were several fires with that one. Well, okay. and we were trying to get to where we could see the beans, right? Yeah, can, we could see the beans. You can and see oh, the beans. You can see them out. change color. Oh yeah. And I had seen one on YouTube where a guy had this big pot, and there was a hole in the end of it, and it just worked beautifully. And he okay. could reach in, grab a sand. So I recreated it, and. You know, we had we used one of those turkey roasting things that was perfect. And then, how did we make the lid? Somehow we had a lid with a hole cut in it. Yeah, it was like a. Uh, I think it was like a st- like a stainless steel bowl, right? It was a stainless steel bowl. Yeah, oh. and we cut the end off, and then it would clamp on. It looked cool. Yeah, okay. it looked really very cool. legit. Wow! But there was no airflow into it because it was a solid pot. Yeah. Oh. And then I guess maybe we didn't have it perfectly level. But the beans would kind of fall out the oh, end yeah, and right. then, like, you know, oh. combust and catch on fire oh. and stuff. So that's. Yeah. So we had wow. several fires. That was, a, that that was an issue. Well, I, just, <laughs> I just saw the end one. I guess the one that you have. They're now. highly flammable. Yeah. So are. the most recent one that we have is from a company called RK Drums. Oh. And uh, it's like a four pound max drum, but you really only want to do like one to two pounds in it. Huh. Um, and it's pretty cool. So you buy this kit and they send you a drum and you put a rotisserie rod through it and uh, they send you a motor with like a mount and stuff and oh, then wow. you hook that up to I wired it up to like a little light switch thing yeah flip it on and off and yeah it's got a motor it spins it at the right RPM and see yeah, it's pretty cool you can that's... take it on and off and then we also in order to cool the beans we took like a uh, floor fan and we like had it pointing up oh and got like this big shiv thing uh huh or sifter type deal. Put them in there. And uh, yeah, once we were done, we just dump them in there and oh then it cools gosh. it down rapidly. See, I, that's, that's the heart of America right there. That's yeah. innovation at work. Mm-hmm. I just love that. Yeah. I just love that. But now Andrew's moved on to a professional. No, like, I get high it. End, I get it. But see, the actual working. roaster. And, at Novel Coffee Roasters. Well, I know. <laughs> but see. formal training now. And so now he, so he came over the other day and I said, so now that you've uh, learned over there, what would you do differently about roasting on this setup out on the gas grill? Yeah. He said, the first thing I would do differently is not roast coffee on a gas grill. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. That makes sense. You know what, though? I'll argue with that, though. I went, I went, one thing I did do over the summer is I went to this conference and it was, uh, it was really on healthcare innovation. And, and we did this one experiment and it was so stupid, but it was a bunch of hospital administrators, basically, that we were given basically these strands of uh, pasta and we were supposed to be able to make this the highest structure possible. Well, we did a horrible job in 30 minutes, and ours just was an epic fail. What they told us was, you know, architects and engineers, they end up doing the best on this, given 30 minutes and limited, you know, materials. The, The group that goes next best behind them are kindergartners. And you know why? Because kindergartners don't mind failing. 
they prototype over and over and over and they don't care they just think best idea wins amongst the kindergartners because they just want to prototype it so they get a cool thing and they try over and over and over whereas we just sat there for 30 minutes planning and then finally we built it and it was an epic fail mm-hmm. it was really eye-opening so my point is is that if you hadn't done that with all of those various iterations then you wouldn't have learned through failures right oh yeah no, it's, so it's I, lo- good I love that yeah you've had some good you you have a real talent for building things with pallets. Crap. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love No, it. you've built some impressive things with pallets. I, well, I love it just like because. Like an entire chicken coop. Aren't your bee boxes built all, with pallets? All of them. Yeah. All those are them. legit. No, they're legit. And and it's because I'm I'm so cheap. You know, I can get up here at the feed store. They have so many pallets and I just load up load them up in the truck and take them home. The problem is When do you pick those up? Whenever. Cuz they sell those, you know. Not to I me. Think, I think you're stealing. No, I talked to him. I think you roll up there no, after hours. No, just... no, no. I talked to him, and I'm like, I'm you give. Just, <laughs> I'm just getting so defensive. Right <laughs> no, no. I, I talked to him. There's some that they like to sell for two dollars and fifty cents a piece, and then I take the crappy ones. Yeah. And so they give me the the crappy ones, and I'm like, no, it's fine, because I can make whatever out I out of those, and. The problem is is deconstructing them because decon you know you think pallets whatever but pallets are made with these swivel nails. Oh, it's a pain. I've done that. Yeah, and, and they're treated wood, and that's what I like is the treated wood because it lasts forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I generally have gotten to where I'll just cut you know all the individual you know pickets in between the ends, and I can get a lot of wood out of that. It so. is a pain. Yeah, I disassembled some of those. Couple years ago, we've yeah. got some things in our house on the walls that are actually made from pallets. Oh, there's a, them, no, there's a tremendous amount you can do with like art just to. And I you think, made your sliding barn door out of pallets, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I did. That thing looks good. No, it it, it looks fine. So I've I built a few <laughs> things. The the bee boxes, literally my bees, not beat box anyway, whatever. But um, is the that's all made out of pallet wood, which is good, and the bees seem to like to, to accept it, and it's fine. Well, I think the whole thing that you do with the bees and the honey is all a phenomenal example of diy i'm i'm trying to save save the world one bee at a time (laughs) (laughs) i mean you've basically gone from just watching youtube videos about beekeeping to now being like a a guy that people call in to come save their yeah and i can save their homes from massive bee infestations that's right that's right matter of fact i've still got a lady in in irving that's waiting on me to go get those bees out of her backyard so i got to go do that yeah but now that it's getting chilly they're fine they're just chilling out in the tree it's all good i'll go get them <laughs> i don't think she cares to hear that i don't I think, think she so she's a listener that. i'm sorry i'll come <laughs> check in soon but uh, i don't really want to well, right i remember now, that big so. spool wooden spool that was a nightmare bee thing you yeah had. that was a nightmare that was the most bizarre thing i'd ever that must seen have, that must have been a hundred thousand bees in there but anyway so yeah no i like building stuff out of pallets like kevin said i uh i built my chicken coop uh really with the aesthetics of the the pallets so i've got a frame that i built and then uh, a metal roof because the pallets wouldn't have have kept them and anyway but it looks good and i found all that on pinterest yeah and so uh yeah no i i I enjoy that while we're on the topic of diy art um it's worth mentioning that denton has a uh, bit of a diy music scene True. That's that cool. uh, my brother is involved with. Okay. And so they have a lot of like house shows and 
So what does that mean, um, though? When you say DIY music, it's like they have like instruments you can come up and like try out? Or? No, it, it's like um, like all the shows are do-it-yourself, whereas oh. normally it would be through like a promotion company and, oh. you know, you got promoters and, you know, you got to sell tickets and all that. Like there, it's like is it, is it basement good, shows. Is it good talent or is it just yeah, trash? There, there are a lot. I mean, okay. there's a, there's a lot of trash. Okay, uh, but okay. I mean, there's also a lot of a lot of good bands. Well, that's cool. Uh, I'm not too familiar with a lot of them, but I've heard some bands that came from like DIY scenes and stuff from other areas. And well, you know, there, there's always going to be some some. Uh, Interesting uh, acts, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, some good stuff coming out of I bet. the you sea know, of trash. You know, the sea of trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's a there's something else that's going on too because you know there's a shared office movement across America too where people don't want to work at home and they want to go to shared office space. Yeah, but like there's spaces we work yeah, right, Regis, right. all that. Yeah, so you can, but and so it's a real collaborative thing. But then there's also these concepts of the DIY shared tool shops. Because there's a lot of cities where people don't have tools. You know, I may have some tools, but we have to go buy some. Whatever. If you don't want to buy your own, there's these kind of co-ops that are coming up too, where it's a DIY what kind of tools? co-op. Are these like no, it's everything. Super high end. Yeah, like yeah, I, I I don't know tools? the answer to that, but I'm like I'm you know it's like hammers, screwdrivers, you know, all your I mean, basic car- carpentry that's stuff. Just, yeah. Well, people don't have that all over the place. Really? Yeah, and you can come borrow. You know, you can just kind of. You know, basically a subscription service where you can be on this DIY tool co-op and come in and and there's workbenches and work areas in there too and all the big saws and all that that you can come and do your own projects. I think that's a great idea. That makes sense with the saws and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I mean, I, if you're just going to need a screwdriver, because if you just, live if you live in an a, rent a screwdriver, I know. But if you live in an apartment and you want to be a woodworker, you want to come and do some pallet art. Or yeah, yeah, that oh, makes sense. You got to go to a shop somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and maybe even kind of master craftsmen there that can kind of help guide you to yeah, what to do. That's cool. That's cool. I idea. think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, all right. Well, let's talk about some of the things that we want to do. Um, in, in my mind, the top of my list has always been welding. I, I've always wanted to figure out how to weld, and I don't know why. I just think it's cool. And I do too. And I actually have a welder. I know that I've but, never used. Well, I've got the equipment. I'm scared to death to even bust it out because I would guarantee i'd set you on fire you know See, this is where we need to have my dad on here because he he can weld like you wouldn't believe okay yeah we we should get he just got to come over and teach me how to use it yeah just make sure i'm with you because i want to learn yeah okay you're not going to say anything on fire youtube it no i'm not youtubing that i mean that's just straight out four billion degree heat coming straight out of your face i mean i'm not doing that Somebody's got to teach me how to do that. Oh, right, right, right. You got to. That actually knows what they're talking about. Now, I've done the soldering thing. You may be a little dramatic. No, I'm not. You be a little dramatic. I don't think so. I mean, you're learning how to build a truck from YouTube. Yeah, Uh, Franken truck. I mean. Yeah, Franken. If you can take a diesel engine out with your bare hands and put another one in. I can do that. You can weld. I can do that. Welding's basically just like soldering a at a next level. Uh, no. I would, I would say building a giant hunk of metal that flies down the road at 80 miles per hour yeah. with a person inside is just as dangerous. As I don't, I don't think so. But I, I do <laughs> want to learn how to weld. I don't think so. I do want to learn how to weld. Yeah. Uh, so I've just I've done the, the little equipment. baby step. I have soldered stuff and that's like baby welding. <laughs> it's baby and you just pull it apart. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't count in my mind. I, I want to take that to the next level. Uh, yeah, and they so, teach that to kindergartners. <laughs> it was soldering? No, I don't not think. 
Okay. And then I've got on there uh, a lot of additional carpentry work, some stonework and masonry. I'd like to do yeah, that. Yeah, I'd like to learn that. And I've got a lot of stone. Yeah. Out. I just got all that stone and brick. Oh, yeah. Crap out there. Stone's free. You can just go pick it up, just like a pallet. Why well, you know, we? I've got a bunch. We can build a stone wall somewhere. You know about the stone pile out there, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I still beautiful. got tons of that stuff. We need to, beautiful. Kendra hates it. We need to put <laughs> Start, some Learn how to do it so you can take all that crap off the We could build property. like a Michelangelo stone something. Piece of art. Me and my brother built a fire pit out of that. We did. Yeah. See? They did. He he forced us to make it, and we hated it. Well, they were on spring break. I said, your spring break project is build a fire pit. <laughs> we oh, were my so God. I said, there's the stones. It. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. So they did a great job. It. Okay. They did a great I job. I don't remember seeing that. It's the one out there by the barn. Oh, no. I've seen that. Yeah. They built that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Way to go. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was I was bitter the entire time. They were. Oh my god! They gosh. had to dig. They had to lift and move like, all those stones. I'm like over. it's spring break, Dad. I just want to play Xbox. Yeah, I'm like that's that, why you're going to be out here instead of playing Xbox. That does sound fun. Xbox. <laughs> okay. Some some of the other stuff that I want to learn, Kevin, is is uh, I I do like the idea of hydroponics or aquaponics. Oh yeah, that's cool stuff. The, the water based gardening. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'll ever do it, but I want to. Um, I'd love to be able to add like a plug, you know, like electrical That's stuff. That's easy. No? It is. No? I've done it. No? No, it is. It's very easy. No, I'm talking to your box. You've actually Oh, added, like run a wire? Yeah. Like run a 20, uh, like a 220 out to my arena so I could put lights up. I'd, yeah. lo- I'd like to do that, but Tyler knows how to do that, but I have no yeah, idea. It's not it. hard. I need to do the same. I need to run you're, I need to run a wire from that box in the garage out to my barn too. Yeah, but you're tapping into like pure electricity. And I have no, that well, scares me well, to shut, death. You shut it off. No, no. Some of those guys, they just like, just put it right in. I don't know well, if they're like superhero or something. <laughs> I wouldn't do it that way. <laughs> I'm just saying. You don't have to do it that way, Kyle. You can okay. shut it off. I like the idea of turning everything <laughs> off, wiring it, and then turn it back on. And then yeah, that's how, it that's how you should explode. be doing. Yeah, that's how you should yeah. do it. Yeah. Okay, so electricity. Um, I'd, like for, I'd like to teach my wife how to cut hair just so she Teach your wife how to. Yeah, she won't do it. Now we're on a list of what what Amy needs to do. I want Amy to learn DIY haircutting. All right, Amy. So, so I don't have to go to Supercuts anymore. What else do you need to teach the little lady to do around the house? That's really it. That's really it. Well, Caroline, my daughter, she shaves our dogs. I'm like, it's the same thing, right? Yeah. I don't know what the difference is. Did you is. cut your own hair, Andrew? I didn't, no. Well, he was look, looking for his clippers to just, he was going to do that himself. It looks phenomenal. Yeah. It's professionally done. So, um, and then, and then let me just, I'll end up with, let me just tell you the story of Franken truck. So you, we've talked about Franken truck. And so one of my bucket lists now is to rebuild uh, a car and my buddy, Dr. Buck, uh, down in Houston, he got me on this. It's totally his fault. And so, uh, he got me onto this cause the whole idea was, is that, I'm trying. I'm. A, I'm going to give Caroline when she goes off to college next year my truck because she's going to take a horse or two with her to college, and she needs a truck. And so I get that. Well, I need a truck too because I'm moving Alice around or I'm moving Alice's baby. You're getting hay from Oklahoma or whatever. So I need a truck. And so I thought, oh well, I'll. So my friend Dr. Buck gave me this idea with Copart. It's this auto salvage website, and I'm like, not oh, a sponsor, not absolutely not a sponsor. And I'm like, I'm a genius. I will absolutely do this. I will buy I'm a, a salvaged truck, and I'll fix it up. So I did that. I bought a truck. I won it. 
It's and a nice. That's a nice looking truck. Yeah, I I won this on an auction, and when they, uh, it's in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and I asked the guy to bring it to me uh, down here in Argyle, and. Um, is the interior as good as it looked on uh, it's, the pictures? It's it looked a, really nice in the pictures. It's a little worn hard. The guy <laughs> wore it hard. But Caroline and I have been cleaning it up. It, yeah. it looks okay. Yeah. Uh, and not, I mean, it's clearly, it's a 2008 F-250, 6.4 liter diesel engine, mm-hmm. if for anybody That's wants to know. Yeah. So, yeah, no, good, good truck. But apparently those 6.4 liter diesels are, are tricky. And if you don't maintain it with a lot of the oil and new oil auto all the time then it it can blow on you well those, so, that that year truck is a money pit yeah thanks it's pretty well known yeah, yeah. And, and now i know and that mine's a money pit i didn't know that. i would have just given you mine yeah <laughs> so so yeah so that's what i have and uh the guy in fayetteville he calls me but when he's loading it up and he's like mr kirkpatrick you do know that this truck is inoperable i'm like what well, no i'm not familiar with that word because I thought I bought it and it was going to be operable. He said, let me put it into medical terms that you're familiar with. The patient has died on the table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've tried all of the yeah, techniques yeah. we have. Yeah, it's that, flat that. line. Yeah, so they, so they brought it down. They hauled it down here and they took it to this auto mechanic next to us here. And he calls and he's like, it's a train wreck. It's, you know, the engine's dead. And so now I'm in the process of replacing a diesel engine on that so that I can have an old work truck. So anyway, that's what I'm doing. I really still think that I think you're a little too negative on it. Yeah. Because based on what you paid, I don't know what the cost is for a diesel engine. It's going to be seven to 11,000. So I think you'll still. Yeah. Well, I think you'll still be under what you would have. I think so, Paid too. for one I, I to hope, just go out and buy I it. Or pretty so. close. I'm still yeah. the optimist. And, and I've got a, a friend in the rodeo world that he's done this for 40 years, and I trust him implicitly. So Yeah, because um, those trucks aren't cheap. Even. No, so Ronnie's going to get it and fix it. And I'm not going to do it myself. I'm, uh, I'm going to give it. This is not a DIY. Even though I, I, it's on my bucket list, I'll probably do it with a Jeep or something, of like literally taking it apart and putting it back together for fun. This is not that project. I'm smart enough not to do this. What do people say? I don't know a whole lot about diesel engines at all. They're trickier than regular. But what do people say about replacing? Because what I was told was that like a diesel engine's not even broken in until it has like 100,000 miles That's on. right. That's so right. So would, but, but would when, yours be a brand new or is it just one it, that's lifted out? So that's what that's what Ronnie, my friend Ronnie's going to do. He's like, Kyle, I'm not even going to tell you until I really get it and take a look at it. And so he's going <coughs> to basically get it this next week. And uh, and the deal is it's thrown a rod. And that's what that – and I've learned all about all the basics of, of an engine now because I didn't know. I'm an idiot. I don't know anything about engines. And so when it's done that, it means that – that the oil pressure didn't it, it, it failed and it was you know just metal on metal and it ultimately twisted and just is is a disaster uh that it caused ultimate havoc to that engine block and the rods that really generate the that's power. what happened to my very first car mine too that i ever had mine too i don't even know what it meant they just i was driving like, down 820 and all of a sudden it just started yeah yeah like that and then i pulled over and then it was just dead yeah and and that car was a 1976 honda civic oh yeah so it was just totaled no no it wasn't even worth putting a new engine in they they just take it to the junkyard and smash it right then that's all they do (laughs) didn't that happen to aaron's truck and we put a new engine in it uh no i didn't throw a rod it Uh, had another issue Yeah. yeah we put a few engines in that one yeah yeah yeah. We had an auto service company that we use, and like 
their default is just replace the engine. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that seems <laughs> Need to change so... the oil filter. Nah, just replace the whole engine. <laughs> oh Pull God. it out. Oh <laughs> no, wow. I'm just joking about that. But yeah, it it that was worth putting an engine in though, you know. Yeah. But a little Honda Civic, I just picked it up myself and just crinkled it up and threw it in the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That small of a car. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Well, that that is on my bucket list, ultimately, <clears throat> is to, to really take a car apart and put it back together. And I've Really? Learned, yeah, no, really. I've added that to my new bucket list. <laughs> so I'll probably get another salvage car and then put it together. Because my buddy, Dr. Buck, he's doing that with Jeeps right now. He bought two of them. Do two for He's got two Jeeps? Yeah, he, he's got one that's all smashed and one that he's basically taking apart putting back together and, and i saw it it looks amazing hmm. and he's he's taking parts off of that twisted jeep that literally frame bent and all that and he's putting parts from it to the other one hmm. and he got it for a few hundred dollars you know i need two cars yeah well, i'm for the twins all right well good luck with you that. were gonna <laughs> you were gonna buy a couple and rebuild them for me <laughs> yeah let me get right yeah, off while you're at it just go ahead and get another one let me i'm gonna it. call that lady yeah. that's been waiting on you for the bees we're gonna form a yeah we're gonna file coalition. a class action lawsuit yeah, it's well. like a, it's like a coffee run <laughs> lack of delivery it's a car run yeah it's like yeah if you're getting if you're gonna get him just give me one too. yeah there you go <laughs> i need no, two of them it is on my list i mean and 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 matter of fact to the point where I wanted to even like get a broker's license so that I could get, yeah, get them. I remember. Buy them and then fix them up and yeah. sell them. But what a pain. What a pain. <laughs> I actually have to work and take care of my family right. too. So. Right, exactly. <laughs> anyway. Hey, well, hey, I, I appreciate that. Any final thoughts on DIY today? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's what you give up. A lot of projects that are not being done right now because oh, we're yeah. doing this on a Saturday morning. I, well, this is a good DIY project. But our, our weather so, has been so crappy. It has. I haven't been able to do anything. Yeah, me either. Me either. Yeah. And it's like... It rains here every day now. So rainy. The ark. We need to build an ark. <laughs> so, anyway. Out of pallets. That's right. All right. Hey, well, we appreciate you listening to us on uh, How to Be a Texan and uh, listen to our ramblings on DIY. It's good to be back. It's good to be back, man. We took way too much time off. It's good. Good. Too much DIY over the summer. Fully refreshed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, adios. Look us up on Spreaker, iTunes, Google Play. Shit, they're like reboot. I do. I forgot my lines. (laughs) That's great. Y'all on Spotify yet? I don't believe so. You can do that this week. Can we get busy? Yeah, I haven't. Spotify soon. I haven't logged into Spreaker in a little while. (laughs) That's good. All right. Hey, you guys take care. All right. Have a good week. Adios.